The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hey folks, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week. If the Twitter toddler in the White House has you completely stressed out, head on over to BubbleGenius.com and pick up their exclusive Republican voodoo doll featuring the face and body of our cartoon dictator. This item is only available for a limited time, so get yours now. Only $25 at BubbleGenius.com, with a third of the proceeds going to support the campaigns of resistance candidates across the country. Plus, if you use our promo code BOBC at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Now, Biff, don't con me. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Biff Tannen Museum, dedicated to Hill Valley's number one citizen and America's greatest living folk hero, the one and only Biff Tannen. Of course, we've all heard the legend. But who is the man? Inside, you will learn how Biff Tannen became one of the richest and most powerful men in America. Learn the amazing history of the Tannen family. See Biff's humble beginnings and how a trip to the racetrack on his 21st birthday made him a millionaire overnight. Share in the excitement of a fabulous winning streak that earned him the nickname, the luckiest man on earth. Learn how Biff parlayed that lucky winning streak into the vast empire called Biffco. Discover how, in 1979, Biff successfully lobbied to legalize gambling and turned Hill Valley's dilapidated courthouse into a beautiful casino hotel. I just want to say one thing. God bless America. Meet the women who shared in his passion as he searched for true love and relive Biff's happiest moment, as in 1973 he realized his lifelong romantic dream by marrying his high school sweetheart, Lorraine Baines McFly. Third time's a charm. If you vote for me, all of your wildest dreams will come true. The Bob Seska Show. Bob. I want to go back on vacation. It is uh, Thursday, July 6, 2017. <laughs> this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. I'm Bob, and we're brought to you by the best soap in the world. It's Bubble Genius, also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. If you need a lawyer, uh, get or you can get free legal advice, actually, one way or another. Head over to thebowenlawgroup.com slash Bob and Chez, or just click the link on the podcast page at bobseska.com. Okay. Uh, so many things to talk about. Kimberly A. Johnson is here to help us talk about... Uh, Hello. Hello to all of you clapping. Uh, Russia and Trump and Trump and Poland and God damn it, I'm just, I'm so... God damn it! I'm so sick of Trump. I've just, I've really reached the point, and, I, and this is going to be one of those shows, Kimberly, where I'm just going to be like uh, a, a complete downer and just totally, <laughs> I don't know if I really am, but I mean, I just, I feel that way. I feel like 
there's just a sense of I, I, I have a sense of dread about me, and I think it's the, a well, culmination. Yeah, I think of a he's lot of making things. us all feel that way. Yeah, I felt that way yesterday, and part of, part of it was because um, evidently on the uh, word on the web is that both Washington Post and CNN are sitting on a big story: proof of collusion, proof that Trump is a uh, treasonous traitor, whatever. Um, but that Mueller is asking them to hold on to this information. Mm, I don't know if this is true. You know, we don't know. We won't know until we know. But what we do know is we're used to um, all of these bombshell stories dropping. Mm-hmm. And so we've been teased now yeah. that this is going to happen and it's not happening. And I'm finding that I'm like... I'm. I'm. Uh, when is it going to drop? <laughs> Come on! I know. I, I know. want another bombshell that's going to bury him because all of this crap that we're seeing right now is not fun bombshell story where Trump is in trouble. This is like Trump ruins the world by doing this. Trump ruins the country by saying that. Yeah, and today was yet another day. Mm-hmm. As if I didn't feel hopeless <laughs> enough yesterday, and I really did. I mean, I. I you know, again, I hate to be. Uh, a Debbie Downer about all of this, but I just, I'm in a place right now where I really don't see this going anywhere good. This is a, (laughs) this is a major, major problem. And by this, I mean, of course, the Trump crisis. And it really is, I mean, I I really have to under, I've been calling it a Trump crisis since November the 9th. And, and I really can't help but to think that it, it really is a crisis because at any moment, I just, I just feel like, the instability in the White House has to be contagious. It can't just be contained to the White House. Well, clearly they they can't. They haven't even been able to line up hotels for his trip. I know. Um, he he. Know. After he finished his horrid speech in Poland, he didn't even know how to exit the stage, and he just kind of meandered around and fixed yeah. his jacket and stood there like a fucking. Oops, sorry, <laughs> stood there like a doofus. <laughs> I remembered right at the beginning now. Right I know the beginning. you're not supposed to do that on this show. Well, I'm, I'm going to remember why, today. That's why we have the that's why we have the bleeps. All right. So, <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, yeah. And you just blew through two of my stories here. So I thank, did. thank you. For, no, I know. We were just <laughs> previewing, talking about what's what's to come. We're going to cover all of these things in, in great detail, of course, okay. with uh, with Trump's visit to uh, to Europe and specifically to Poland today, where he uh, he met with. He had a, met with and had a joint press conference with the president of Poland, who uh, you may or may not know. The president of Poland, his last name is Duda. Look out, <laughs> Camp Town Racers sing this song. Duda, Duda. <laughs> Camp Town Racetrack five miles long. Oh, Duda Day. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just one of those stupid things I have to do. So every time I say President Duda today, look out! Camp Town Racers sing this song. Duda, Duda. Camp Town Racetrack five miles long. Oh, Duda day. Everyone's gonna hate me at the end of the show because yeah. of that. I, I know it. I know it. So uh, <laughs> Trump embarrassed America while in Poland uh, today uh, with, with President Duda. Look out! No, no, Camp Town Racers sing this. this song. I swear to God, I won't do it every time. Yeah, because I'm gonna even have to punch you for that. <laughs> <laughs> so Trump, Trump repeatedly lied about the. Trump Russia story today. Um, that was one of the main things. I mean, this press conference that he held uh, with the president of Poland was just a complete disaster. As most times he opens his mouth, it's a complete disaster. And uh, and today was no different. Um, let's. I want to dive into the audio of Trump talking in Poland today. We're going to also talk about Trump Russia today. We're going to talk about uh, a, a lot of different things. Um, 
North Korea is also in the news. This is what's really got me. Uh, yeah, my favorite topic. I know it's your it scares the hell out of you. Uh, so um, Trump repeatedly lied about the whole thing. Trump lied. To, yeah, he lied. Believe it or not, it's it's kind of amazing. <laughs> but he he lied about uh, what Obama did. He lied about. And he keeps going back to the old line about how well this might be Russia or it might be a bunch of other things. We don't know. A bunch of other people. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to speculate. He gets he gets intelligence assessments and, and and presidential daily briefs every goddamn day. Well, what we know is that the uh, the presidential daily briefs that that Trump is receiving are um, tailored <laughs> in a way that uh, they don't. From what we hear, they don't contain a lot of really really important information. Because the intelligence community is concerned that he's going to blurt it publicly, which he has done in the past and which he continues to do. He continues to con- confess and admit to things in tweets and, and people just kind of move on. Uh, you know, they just, yeah. there's no real, uh, you know, commensurate outrage every time he actually confesses to something on Twitter. It's one time after another. I mean, with the whole Mika and Joe thing from last week, he confessed to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just times, I, I, you know, I've, I've said this a couple of times, but there are times when I see this happening, when I see the president talking about things and admitting things that he shouldn't be necessarily admitting. Oh, of course, it's good for us. We kind of know. It's good to hear him actually confess to things. <laughs> that he shouldn't be confessing to. But at the same time, I wonder where the level of outrage is. And I, I get concerned that the level of outrage might be dwindling a little bit or contained or not getting to the people who should be outraged. You I mean think- just the, the um, re- response from the public? Yeah, I just feel like the, the, the public response right now isn't equal to the degree of the verbal and and whatever other kinds of crimes well, he's well, committing. Well, I agree with you in that. I mean, what is the what would be the appropriate response than what 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 do you well, think? I, I don't be? know. I mean, I would think that at this point, if the president has confessed to using a national tabloid, the National Enquirer, to blackmail uh cable news hosts, mm-hmm. that seems to me as if that's a crime. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, but I mean, what I, are we? I mean, obviously, I mean, outside of, I think we should be standing outside of the White House and screaming. Yeah. Um, although people will probably be arrested for doing that. I think that it's up to, unfortunately, because of the Republican Congress and because of the fact that they're not going to do anything about it, mm-hmm. um, we have to wait for the investigations yeah. um, to be completed, which at least, you know, there's there are some positive signs with the direction of the investigation, the, t- the team Mueller has set up. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't, I mean, and of course there is a certain amount of fatigue in that every single thing he does is worthy of, you know, uprising. I mean, you know, yeah. like people in the streets just screaming. Well, that, I mean, but that's what I mean. I think right. the reaction has got to be not, Oh, well, I'm, there he goes again. I mean, the reaction has got to be, all right, that's enough. We need to draw the line here, and we need to take action here. Because I feel like it's 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 all happening, and then for a short span of time, maybe for over the course of 12 hours, maybe 24 hours, there's all kinds of outrage, and everyone goes to Twitter and goes, brah, and then... It just goes away. But again, away. it's like it we, could, we could all scream in the streets and nobody's ne- necessarily going to do anything. I think 
um, and I'm hopeful that some of that outrage has kind of transferred over into the healthcare debate, and people are showing up. You know, they showed up on uh, July Fourth celebrations where their legislators were. They've inundated their offices because. Obviously, no matter what Trump says or does, Republicans at this point in the game aren't going to do anything about it. Yeah. So if all of us scream and rage in the streets, we're just, you know, at least there is the opportunity to put that energy into the healthcare uh, fights and debate or whatever to hopefully scare enough Republicans or, you know, like like Susan Collins, who looks pretty concrete now that she's not going to vote for the new health care. So if, if we could just get a couple of them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to take a lot of noise yeah. just to get a few. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm throwing something out there and I'm hopeful and I, I, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, I think we should all be on the streets demanding that he's impeached or 25th Amendment and all of that. But with Republicans in control, what are, they're not going to do anything. Yeah, well, that's I mean, and that's the problem. I, I think they need to be forced to do something. How do you force them? I, I don't know. I don't know. We're, we're just we're at that place right now where there there seems like there's no recourse yeah. other than to wait around for 2018 and to do what we need to do there, mm-hmm. and and then to just keep our fingers crossed for these investigations to uh, turn up something that will oust this guy. Because I'm telling you right now. And, and again, I, I really have to apologize. I don't have anything good to say about Donald Trump right now. There is nothing good about, I mean, not, and when I say I don't have anything good to say about Donald Trump, I mean in terms of the prospects for the future right. of the country with him in charge. Yeah. I no, think, there is nothing good. I think we're careening toward a major disaster here yes. because of his incompetence, because of his uh, inability to keep his mouth shut. I mean, what we had today was inexcusable. What he did in, in Poland today was... I mean, this violated every rule that we've come to know for the presidency and for foreign diplomacy for American officials in the history of the United States. This has not happened before. I mean, he went onto foreign soil. He went into Poland, which, by the way, is run by this guy, Dudov. Look out. Can't sound racist. Sing this song. (laughs) Dudov. Dudov. He went went and talked to... He went and had this... uh, Big event in Poland in which he just, he slammed uh, the former president, Mm -hmm. he slammed the free press in the United States, he slammed the intelligence community in the United States, he he, uh, slammed his political opponents in the United States. I mean, just tearing down America. So much for his uh, inaugural address in which the theme was America first. So much for America first. Mm -hmm. This is now America first, except these things that well, I'm going to talk about. I remember saying as soon as it was announced that Mueller was investigating him for obstruction of justice, yeah. um, I remember thinking and even saying that this is going to be the beginning. Not, I mean, obviously, he's already been crazy. He's already said stupid things, mm-hmm. but things are just going to get worse. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna, to uh, elevate his crazy behavior and i think that part of what he's doing and i really don't know his mindset as far as um what he thinks of what's happening as Mm. far as the whole trump russia thing you know like does he does he view himself as an equal to putin and partnering up with him does he realize that maybe he's compromised i don't i don't know but he knows that there is an investigation looking into 
you know, got ye- going back years, yep. decades of, um, you know, w- with the uh, Russian mafia that he's tied into, heading all the way up to collusion and, and obstruction of justice, he's freaking out. So whether he can admit this in, you know, or if this is just some kind of underlying um, fear he has that, you know, he can admit to himself, his behavior to me looks panicked. Yeah. And, and so what is, what is a caged, how does a caged animal behave? How, how does, how does somebody when they're freaking out behave? They, they're erratic. They, they don't, they say things that either don't make sense or they say things that just like what he was doing today in Poland, he, his behavior is unsettling, I think in part because he feels what's happening. Yeah. I mean, he may be a little panicked, but I mean, look at Donald Trump's history. I mean, every time something comes up like this, he walks right through the raindrops and doesn't get touched one effing bit. He gets away with it. I mean, the Central Park, uh, what was it? The Central Park Five story. Uh, he he turned these kids into yeah, uh, well, demons, again, and it, he turned it out it to be wrong. Be kind of like the- no no repercussions for that. No repercussions for anything he has said. In fact, Donald Trump. Uh, with the exception of his failures in the eighties with his uh, with Atlantic City and so on, th- this guy has been able to sidestep every fucking awful right. thing that he has ever done. The time has come now. Now that all of our lives are at stake, now that North Korea has an ICBM that could reach Hawaii, that could reach easily reach Alaska, much less possible. I don't think it, I don't think the distance on this thing can reach the West Coast. But, but I mean, thirty four hundred miles. And, and we've got this buffoon in the White House? What is he going to do? Obviously, the, some of the saber-rattling they've been doing isn't going to help anything. I mean, uh, other than, you know, if they actually act on it. Now, I'm getting ahead of myself here with North Korea. But if, if they act on it, this is going to be a disaster for South Korea at the very least. Well, I, I think one of the things that, because it does feel so bleak, because it is bleak, uh, one of the things that I think you and me and, and people listening can try to do mm-hmm. is um, we had a pool of ha- basically half the country didn't vote. And so as we head into 2018, perhaps there are um, people that you know you can reach out to, maybe who aren't as interested or engaged in the political process, try to get them engaged. And, you know, yeah. it's not that hard because... Everyone is paying attention to Trump. No matter who you are, no matter how much you loathe politics, you still can't help but know Trump is our president. And, you know, if you're not one of the, I don't know, Kool-Aid drinking conservatives who think he's great, you probably think he's awful. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, we've never had a president who has every day... Uh, made news, basically been the centerpiece of the news cycle. I think well, on the upside, that. I mean, if you want some uh, some positivity here, I think there is a shelf life to Donald yeah. Trump completely th- thrusting his orange face with that ridiculous hair into everyone's living rooms every day, 24 hours a day. There's going to get to a point where Trump fatigue is going to set in and it's going to start to erode his numbers. I really believe that. And at least I I very much hope that. I mean, any scandals aside, just the very nature of Trump's behavior is unsustainable. There is no celebrity on this planet who can perpetually stick his face into every goddamn news cycle in perpetuity without people just going, 
Oh, uh, you know what? F him. Get him off my TV. I George. mean, even Republican. George, you know, George, come on. George. <laughs> George. George. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah, because then uh, when we finally get rid of Trump, we're going to have to deal with Pence. And that's a whole nother nightmare. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that. But at least, you know, I made this case on uh, John Fugelsang's show yesterday. It's just that uh, with Pence. Yeah, Pence has all of his own baggage, all of that, his horrendousness and, and the decisions that he makes. But you know what? Pence is a normal Republican to deal with. We know what to expect with Pence. There isn't any constant barrage. I mean, just the ongoing tennis ball machine of madness. Well, I would agree with you with one exception in that um, he is an extremist evangelical mm-hmm. where Bush wasn't yeah. and but- Bush father wasn't and Reagan wasn't. And I, but I feel like w- with Mike Pence that the republic can endure well, yeah. beyond Mike Pence. I mean, Pence. we're, we're with going Donald to have Trump, to deal with all the same stuff yeah. as far as you know, budget and taxes and health care. Although I think with Pence, there's a, a better chance that they're going to be able to pass things like that. Um, you know, but it's a trade-off. It's yeah. like, well, we've got this this crazy man right now who's putting who who is degrading. Um, the view of the United States, mm-hmm. the whole world looks at us differently now. Oh yeah, yeah, and that and that is so destabilizing. Yeah. I mean, we've got and I think Pence would not offer the same um, destabilization. I mean, given what Kim Jong Un is doing in North Korea right now, I mean, is it really great news that we've got the most incompetent no. White House in the history of the United States? I have zero confidence that they'll be able to handle this correctly. Even with, I know, I know, the very serious people all say, "Well, look, they've got uh, Mattis and uh, they've got H.R. Uh, uh, McMaster in there. All the very serious, wise old men from you know." It's like, oh God, for God's sake! Ultimately, this is about Donald Trump and whatever Donald Trump whimsy uh, strikes him as he's twooping six o'clock in the morning. All right. Well, so enough of my grousing. I know I, I could spend the next hour and a half. It's negative, Bob. Everyone. I know. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I got. I should uh, play this one. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of my sound for today. Aww. All right. So, uh, okay. As I was, as I started at the top of this long, long rant, Trump repeatedly lied about the Trump Russia story. So let's dig into this. This is part of the uh, the press conference from today uh, with with President. <laughs> President Duda. I, I'm not I'm not gonna play it. I'm calling on Ches now. You know? <laughs> All right. Look out. Camp Town Racers sing this song. Duda, Duda. Camp Town Racetrack five miles long. Oh Duda Day. Yeah, well, like, unlike Ches, you haven't thrown your headphones off yet. Yeah, so really. at least there's that. I All right. hit, hit you over the head with my microphone. Here's here's Trump uh in Poland just Embarrassing oh. the entire United States em- of America. Embarrassing all of humanity going back <laughs> 50,000 yeah. years, I think, probably. <laughs> and, if, and if I may, if I may, I have to ask about this. Since you started the whole wrestling video thing, what are your thoughts about what has happened since then? I mean, CNN went after you and has threatened to expose the identity of a person they said was responsible for it. I'd like your thoughts yeah, on that. Yeah, I think what CNN did was uh, unfortunate for them. As you know, now they have some pretty serious problems. Uh, they have been fake news for a long time. All right, you know what he's talking about is the fact that CNN had to retract a story, which happens all the time. And you know what? They held themselves accountable. They held themselves account. They retracted the story, and the three people who wrote the story actually resigned. Is there anything going on inside the White House that indicates any self-policing by the White House? 
I love this comparison now that um, Donald Trump is about the same level, held to about the same standards as Kathy Griffin. And the White House is held to the same standards as CNN. This is the American presidency here. I I love how Trump's own supporters are downgrading the status of the presidency to that of a stand-up comedian who who actually (laughs) admires the fact that she's on the D-list. I mean, the name of her show was The D-List. She was questioned by the uh, intelligence, by FBI. Yeah, she was questioned by Secret Service. Secret Service, that's what it was. And and (laughs) the fact is, is there is comeuppance for everyone except Trump. Yeah. There is accountability for everyone except Trump. And I know it's hard to keep track of all these things as they whiz on by. But, I mean, I mean, you, you wonder, like, okay, well, you know, let's see. Let's go back through the history of presidential scandals. Uh, Gary Hart. Oh, Gary Hart cheated on his wife. Shocker. He had to, he had to actually st- he had to quit the presidential race well, because 20, of it. I mean, this I mean, is only a hashtag, but um, after, after, I don't even, God, you know, so many things happened. I don't even know what, I guess it was the, the, the CNN thing. Yeah, it was the CNN video. Wasn't it 25th Amendment now was trending on social media? Yeah, I mean, and I, it has to be more than that, though, yeah, because doing a, a hashtag yeah, thing gonna... is like the least you can do without doing nothing. Right. I mean, you know, it's it's what I see in the town halls uh, about healthcare and things like that. That needs to be happening as far as Trump goes. And yeah. I was I was kind of hopeful early on in terms of surrounding the White House and constantly giving Trump something that he has to respond to and not letting him control the tennis ball machine, turning the tennis ball machine on. Well, him. I think, I mean, they did that with Nixon. Mm-hmm. Although um, I think part of it is the fact that it's, it's just so, um, you know, it's just Washington. It's just DC. Yeah. Yeah. If everybody in the United States could um, show up, you know, daily, or I should say, if everybody in the in the United States had access to, you know, if we could just daily go in, but it's like in D.C. Yeah. So it's prohibitive. Yeah. Well, I guess put it this way. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I just I wonder what it's going to take God before before knows. before it's just too much. When do we get to the point where we I say think, enough? Unfortunately, is enough? I think we're going to have to wait for the investigation. Yeah, I think so too. I think so, too. Well, let's get back to this uh, press conference here, because he's just going to rattle off a series of lies here. They've been covering me in a very, uh, very dishonest way. Do you have that also, by the way, Mr. President? With CNN and and others. Yeah, you know, he, uh, he, that is just so, I, I can't even describe how bad that is. That is so embarrassing. Trump actually commented to President Duda. He said, you know, we have fake news. Do you have do you have this problem with yeah, this problem with fake news here in Poland? President Duda is not a nice guy. (laughs) He's an autocrat. He's an autocrat in the style carved from the mold of of uh, President Erdogan and and Putin. Uh, He was actually elevated by Russian intelligence and Russian hacking. The reason President Duda is, is, is president now is because of the same shenanigans that went on in 2016 inside the United States. The same crap that went on in France, although the French people were smarter than we are. You know, that's that's how President Duda is in control right now. Mm-hmm. On top of all of that, go, getting directly to Trump's point, <laughs> Duda and the uh, Polish government took over the media, basically turned it all into state media, state-run, government-run media. And so that's, that's why they probably don't have a problem with fake news in Poland, because the goddamn autocratic government controls the media there. So, that, you know, there's that. There's that, which Trump obviously doesn't know about. And I know this. NBC is equally as bad. 
despite the fact that I made him a fortune with The Apprentice, but they forgot that. Uh, but oh I will God. say that uh, CNN has really uh, taken it too seriously, and I think they've hurt themselves very badly, very, very badly. And what we want to see in the United States is honest, beautiful, free, but honest press. We want to see fair press. I think it's a very important thing. We don't want fake news. And by the way, not everybody is fake news. But we don't want fake news. Bad thing. Very bad for our country. Yeah, bad things. So bad. Bad things. I got nothing more to say, but bad things. And I repeat myself over and over again. Say the thing. Fake news. Fake fake news. Bad thing. Bad, bad, fake news. Bad, <laughs> fake news. Bad, bad, fake. You know, oh I want to go back, though. Um, I, I do want to say... and. I, it didn't get a lot of coverage, but I, I think it was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. There were impeach uh, Trump marches mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, which drew huge, huge crowds. I'm sure they were all over the United States, but I don't think it got a lot of coverage. So yeah. going back to what you were saying, people have been marching in the streets. Yeah. Well, he needs, the, I guess what I'm looking for is he needs to see it. It needs to be in his lap. Well, it didn't get coverage. If it got more coverage. Yeah. So thanks again, media. <laughs> right. <sighs> okay, well, a little bit more of this one. As far as North Korea is concerned, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't like to talk about what I have planned, but I have some pretty severe things that we're thinking about. That doesn't mean we're going to do them. I don't draw red lines. President Obama drew a red line, and oh I was the God. one that made it look a little bit better than it was, but that could have been done a lot sooner, and oh you wouldn't God. have had the same situation. You know what? This is, this is such horse crap. You know, I, 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 I almost, yeah, horse I almost went there. crap. Yeah, horse <laughs> crap. Uh, these are family matters. And I don't mean, you know, uh, mom, dad, and three kids. I'm talking about these are things that we talk about inside the United States, among our own. We criticize our own among our own. We talk about the problems with the media amongst ourselves. We talk about the problems with our political opponents amongst ourselves. We don't go on a foreign soil with a foreign government, a dictator no less, and start bagging on everyone we hate inside the United States. Didn't, I mean, wasn't there, I mean, there was a whole controversy during the 1992 election about Bill Clinton in the 60s, for God's sake, 30 years earlier, going into uh, Soviet Moscow and protesting against the Vietnam War. Huge, huge scandal in the 1992 campaign. The Republicans made a a massive deal out of that. George H.W. Bush wouldn't shut up about it. Even in the debates, they talked about this. The debates, it was uh, Bush, Perot, and Clinton in the 1992 debates. This was a major scandal in 1992. Here is the sitting president of the United States, not when he was a young man in the 60s during the the peace marches against the Vietnam War. This is now the president going on foreign soil with a president, with another president who was elevated by Putin and criticizing the American people. I mean, and these are members of the press are the American people. Obama supporters are the American people. President Obama is, (laughs) is an American citizen. This is unheard of. And I know it's Trump, and we've all gotten used to. It has all become normal, what he does every goddamn day. But I guess, you know, I I feel a little bit like like Annie Wilkes in in Misery. I'm just like, do you all have amnesia? Have you not seen the people? Have you all got amnesia? (laughs) They just cheated us. This isn't fair. 
there. That's why I feel like that right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I, I feel like uh, like this mad prophet at this point, just saying, like, let us all keep this in perspective about how bad this is. And I know I, I again, I, again, I guess I deserve this. Well, you know, I always kind of feel like um, there was that movie. I think was it called Contagion? Yeah. And Jude Law was like the uh, rogue reporter who would go around and talk about the conspiracies or tinfoil mm-hmm. hat kind of things. And, you know, people would follow him, um, although I believe he had the truth. I, I haven't seen that movie for a while, but that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good news is, is that, you know, everyone's on board as far as Trump Russia goes, everyone who matters, right. really. Um, and, and, you know, for the most part, I mean, there is a lot of criticism of Donald Trump, but it's always contained and it always ends as soon as the next thing happens. Well, it's I mean, you know what? It's very easy for all of us to bitch and gripe about um what's being done but we are in like you said before this is all unprecedented we yeah. haven't ever experienced anything like this so we're all also new at like how do we deal with this yeah this is something new and it took a long time for mainstream media to get on board because they were fearful of looking like they were conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. and you know it's understandable because it's the press and even though the press has messed up many times they did uh, with the coverage of Trump during the primaries during the general election I think they gave him way too much time because of ratings. Um, I'm hoping that they understand at this point, but God, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful, but I I think I'm kind of naive to be that hopeful. But, you know, I'm somewhat hopeful that, you know, at least some of the uh, news programs recognize how damaging that was. Clearly, Rachel Maddow was not one of them. And, you know, and and I think that, um, you know, Lawrence O'Donnell and a few others are doing really good jobs of, of sharing what's happening in meaningful ways. Yeah. And, you know, my issue was never with the amount of time he was given during the campaign. My issue was the amount of time he was given, plus the fact that no one took him seriously, that he could actually win, except for maybe yeah. a handful of people. And I feel like I was a little bit in that group saying this guy, this guy can easily win. This guy can win. Don't get happy. He can win. The media, you know, attacks him one day, but they'll give it back to him the next day. Yeah. And, you know, that's exactly what happened. And there were obviously a number of uh, extenuating circumstances surrounding that, uh, uh, creating that victory. But the fact is, is that the combination of the coverage and, ah, don't worry, about it, he can't win. That that kind of... Yeah, well, of, obviously, that, it was a combination of, of many things. But in the end... Um, Mainstream media certainly did spend a lot of time on Trump mm-hmm. and not as much time on the other candidates. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, we're late for a break here. So we got to take a break, talk about uh, something fun, which is Harry's razors and shaving. Uh, you know, I, I just I got a, a, a brand new haircut. And uh, and because I have sideburns, I need to keep the sideburns trimmed and Damn it! I, I I love the new trimmer blade on the on the Harry's razors. They didn't have the trimmer blade before, but over the past uh, six months or so, they've introduced a trimmer blade, which means you can trim very closely the areas around your sideburns, or if you've got a mustache and a beard, you can trim around your beard with the trimmer blade, uh, or that that hard to reach place under your nose where your upper lip meets your nostrils. There, that's God. That's almost impossible to shave with a normal blade. You need the trimmer blade with Harry's razors, and and you need a smooth, clean shave from a blade that feels expensive. 
but comes right to your door at half the cost of their big name brands. That's what I love about shaving with products from Harry's, from the hefty balanced handle that fits in your hand to the precision engineered five blade cartridges that come with a, a trimmer blade, a lubricating strip, and a travel cover to Harry's rich lathering shave gel. It all began when two ordinary guys named Jeff and Andy got tired of getting ripped off on blade prices. One big company in particular relentlessly jacked their prices up and made a fortune while we all ended up spending a fortune, including me. So uh, Jeff and Andy wanted to fix shaving, so they started a, a, by cutting out the middlemen. They bought their own factory, one that's been making blades for over a century, so now they can ship top-quality blades directly to you. The result, quality products at your door for half of what you've been paying. Half! And that's the Harry's story. Be a part of it. Jeff and Andy are so confident you'll love their products. They want you to go to harrys.com right now to try their new shave set for free. That's a $13 value, but all you pay is the shipping. Sign up at harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. Type it in right now. harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. And because you listen to this show, Jeff and Andy will even throw in a free post-shave bomb. But only if you log on to harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. That's harrys.com slash B-O-B-C. The Bob Seska Show. The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right, welcome back to the alternative 1985 and Back to the Future 2. We're here. Biff Tannen is president of the United States, and we're all screwed. I mean, we're, get, we're getting ready to find out what it means to have a completely incompetent president, and, uh, and all of the horrible things that will go along with that. I just hope very much that uh, <laughs> he is taken away from office, whether it's being yeah. asked to resign or impeached. And then in the end, he will be the example. Yeah. I know. I, I, I really suck today. And I, I'm, I'm readily admitting that. But I just, I can't find any positivity in this other than to point to the usual things, as we were talking about in the previous segment, uh, the protests and, and, uh, and obviously the investigations. We just, we just need a good bombshell right now. We just need a good like Washington Post bombshell to get our hopes back up. Yeah. yeah. You know, I saw we were uh, watching um, Real Time with Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the gentleman's name, but he was the the guy who came out at the very end, and he was talking about oh Richard Clark, yeah, D- yeah, yeah. He, you know, the the conversation kind of went to all liberals have now, or 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 it's a mistake for liberals to just hope for the Mueller investigation. I I don't necessarily think that's the truth. As far I mean, or, or the way it was presented, it was like, oh well, we're all just giving up and waiting for Mueller. Um, no, obviously, at least where American politics are concerned, like I we've been talking about, there's been people protesting um, for the health care bill showing up at town halls. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of people in this country have definitely risen to the occasion, the, you know, and showed up for the impeachment marches, yeah. showed up for various resistant marches. Um, so it's not, I don't think that all we're doing is just going, well, you know, fingers crossed with Mueller. Obviously we are. Yeah. Because I think that he's our last hope as far as Trump, because we can't rely on the Republicans and it's clearly not going to be a mob ripping 
Trump out of the Oval Office. Yeah, we we can't. We're we're limited. I think it's. I think uh, the Mueller investigation, certainly the congressional investigations, yeah. was have the added bonus of being run by Republicans, giving them more legitimacy. The thing here is, those are short term solutions to Trump. We do have longer term solutions that I that, that I'm encouraged about. Certainly, 2018 is going to be ex- extremely important. I mean, every Democrat, every free-thinking human being inside the United States has got to get to the polls and vote in 2018 for Democrats. Especially because it needs to be set up in 2018 uh, for for the gerrymandering redistrict redistricting yeah and and getting beyond the the, census in 2020 yeah because we have to have that in place oh yeah certainly i mean after 2020 anything goes we don't we're going all the way to 2030 with uh conservatives running everything yeah exactly because all the gerrymandering will take place after 2020 Uh, yeah i mean there's that plus the fact that uh you know we have to overcome the russian meddling and a year from now and in fact i even pinned this tweet on my twitter feed that a year from now, we're going to be up to our asses in Russian malware, uh, social media manipulation, psyops, uh, psychological warfare, all of it. Well, this I know is, I'm this sounding is, like, I mean, this sounds like uh, that I'm, I sound like Alex Jones, but this is not but me this is talking. True. This is this is the assessment of people like James Comey and James Clapper and, and everyone in between people. Everyone who's gone to Congress to testify on the Russian hacking says that it's 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 happened and it's going to get worse. And not only that, there is right now the New York Times came out with a story that um, people I don't know who it is, but there are people like six people who are um, suing. The recent uh, the the board of elections in Atlanta yeah. for the special election because they're saying that I guess there was it ha- the 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 um, voting machines or the process wasn't manned and they don't trust it. Yeah, exactly. So I mean I don't know what there is to that because right now from from my understanding it's just a lawsuit going on. Yeah, uh, Georgia's electronic touchscreen voting system is so yeah. riddled with problems that the result this is from New York Times. Uh, that the results of the most expensive house race in the U.S. history should be tossed out and a new election right. held, according to a lawsuit filed by a government, watch, a government watchdog group and six Georgia voters. The lawsuit was filed Monday in Fulton County, County Superior Court by the Colorado-based Coalition for Good Governance mm-hmm. and voters who are members of the group. It seeks to overturn the results of the June 20th runoff between Republican Karen Handel and Democrat John Ossoff in Georgia's 6th Congressional District. Uh, the which name- which weren't the polls showing that they were so tight, and then um, when it came down to it, it was like she won with by five points. Yeah, five exactly. Points. So Ossoff was leading in the polls, but then she ended up winning right. by four points. So I don't know if it was the touchscreen voting system. I mean, it could be. Right. It could be that the Russians hacked the actual yeah. voting machines because they've been trying to do it, and you can read the assessments from the intelligence community about just that and some of the recent stories. The, I mean, the, the capability of hacking the election, the voting machines and the voting tabulation machines, in addition to those, uh, is, is, is absolutely there, mm-hmm. uh, much less uh, de- meddling with the voter rolls. And, you know, there's just everything is occurring. And anyone who thought, I mean, again, this is another Annie Wilkes moment for me. Where I'm just like, have you all got amnesia? Do you not realize our vote, our election was hacked last year? Do you think these special elections were completely on the level? Have you all got amnesia? Yeah. They just cheated us. Yes. This isn't fair. Right. I mean, that's just <laughs> like I feel just like that today. And like that's that, not that Georgia enough coverage. And I don't even know if uh, Russia is even mentioned in this lawsuit, right. but it's entirely possible that Russia hacked every single one of our special elections. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I, I have no evidence to that uh, uh, to that matter as far as like, I mean, there hasn't been any specific reporting about it yet. But well, I mean, there the assumption has to be specific reporting about the general election until recently. But it seems to me as if 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 it happened last year. And the assessment from the intelligence community, especially people like James Comey, is going, well, it's going to keep happening and it's going to get worse. Then, then we have to assume that they're meddling in every election moving yeah. forward. We, we as, as Americans, as patriots, we have no choice but to assume that Russia is continuing their attack. Because certainly Donald J. Trump isn't doing a goddamn thing about it. Not God even, damn it! He's not doing a thing about any of this. He's not lifting a goddamn tiny finger. No, he's just attacking Obama. Just attacking Obama and the intelligence community. This is going to work out really well for Donald Trump, by the way, because the intelligence community leaking like a sieve, leaking all this information to uh, the Washington Post and the New York Times. And so what, is, what does Donald Trump go, go and do? Goes and stands up to next to President Duda, who's been, you know, basically appointed by uh, the Russian government and Vladimir Putin. And uh, and bagged on the intelligence community. Here's uh, here's Donald Trump today talking about how Obama choked and lying, 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 lying. If I may, will you once and for all, yes or no, definitively say that Russia interfered in the 2016 election? Well, I think it was Russia, and I think it could have been other people in other countries. Uh, could have been a lot of people interfered. You seem I've to said have- it very. I said it very simply. I think it <sighs> could very well have been Russia, but I think it could well have been other countries. And I won't be specific, but uh, you, you know who he's talking about. He's, he's talking about China, right? He thinks uh, that China had something to do with it. He thinks some fat guy in a basement in China is doing it. Yeah, a fat guy, four hundred pound Chinaman, right? Right. He's he yeah, he thinks a guy, fat guy in his basement in his mom's basement did did the hacking. One of the greatest uh episodes of psychological warfare ever engaged in the history yeah. of civilization just happened. And uh, Trump, I don't know. I don't know. It could be some fat guy. I don't know who it is. I think a lot of people interfere. I think it's been happening for a long time. It's been happening for many, many years now. See, this is this is him now downplaying anything about it. Yeah, that's that's part of the new strategy, which is to downplay the crime. Mm-hmm. It's, been, it's happens all the time. Happens every time. We're all we're all killers. This is like an extension of yeah. his uh, answer to Bill O'Reilly. We're all kill- lots of killers. Lots of killers out there. Lots of people doing the hacking of the elections, and it happens all the time. And so, therefore, we're not going to do a f-ing thing about it. Jesus Christ. Now you have to bleep yourself. I know. It wasn't me. I know. <laughs> I know. This is just so bad. It's so bad. The thing I have to mention is that Barack Obama, when he was president, found out about this in terms of if it were Russia, mm-hmm. uh, found out about it in August. Mm-hmm. Now, the election was in November. That's a lot of time. He did nothing about it. Why did wrong, he do nothing wrong, about it? Wrong. He was told it was Russia. Wrong, 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 wrong. No. <sighs> Here's what Obama did. You want to know what Obama did? This is Trump, Trump lying about Obama on foreign soil. Uh, Obama applied new sanctions to Russia. Obama also launched a plan to implant malware bombs in Russian infrastructure. Donald Trump is now responsible for executing that plan. Do you think he is? No, of course not. Obama expelled 35 Russian diplomats from the United States, seized those spy compounds in Maryland and New York. You know what Donald Trump did? Donald Trump gave those spy compounds back to the Russians. Obama confronted Putin about this whole thing back in September and said, stop hacking. 
And then uh, Putin at least temporarily suspended any hacking attempts that went on. That was all in this Washington Post article from a, a couple of weeks ago that Donald Trump is citing. That's what Donald Trump's getting this information. Hey, Obama tried to do, Obama, Obama just did nothing, you know. And of course, he's citing this article. He's going to talk about how Obama, cho- Obama choked, he choked. Uh, and of course, he's, he's citing an article which also debunks everything that he's saying, mm-hmm. which is just so confounding. All of this is just utterly confounding. I don't even know how to like wind my way through it and try to apply logic to it because you end up, it's like trying to sentence diagram something that Sarah Palin says. Yeah. There's no, I mean, the lines are going to just be a big spaghetti of lines on a whiteboard trying to figure out what goes where and how it connects. <laughs> it just doesn't work. All right, just a little bit more of this and we have to take another break. The CIA, as I understand it, it was well reported and he did nothing about it. They say he choked. Well, I don't think he choked. I think what happened is he thought Hillary Clinton was going to win the election, and he said, let's not do anything about it. Had he thought the other way, he would have done something about it. So he was told in early August by presumably the CIA that Russia was... So Trump has basically taken Obama's actions, or in Trump's uh, point of view, his inactions, and made it into something political. None of this makes any sense in terms of logic, reason, rationality, any of that crap. <sighs> trying to get involved or meddling pretty strongly with the election. He did nothing about it. Mm. The reason is why? he why, thought why, Hillary why? was going to win. And if he thought I was going to win, he would have done plenty about it. So that's the real question is why did he do nothing from August all the way to November 8th? Oh, I see what he's saying. He's yeah. saying that uh, that he assumed that right. Trump was going to lose anyway. Right. So then he didn't do anything. And uh, yeah, it would the situation would have been reversed if he was yeah. the front runner. Yeah. If he was leading in the polls. Right. Well, that's... I am sure that that was not Barack Obama's assessment of the situation. Well, no, especially you because don't, Hillary a- was was trying to warn everybody in the debates, specifically saying that seventeen different intelligence agencies have determined, yeah, you know, that Russia was interfering in our election. Right. By the way, he's going to try to debunk that mm-hmm. the seventeen intelligence agencies, and he's going to lie about it right here. Here we go. Why did he do nothing? His people said he choked. I don't think he chose. So the follow-up. By the way, I'm not. I'm not rewinding the audio. By the way, that he's. You're hearing him say the same thing over and over again. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not backtracking at all. This is just him and his mentally ill, his worm-ridden brain, repeating himself over and over again. Because that's all he can do. Are you on that, Mr. President? You again say you think it was Russia. Your intelligence agencies have been far more definitive. They say it was Russia. Why won't you agree with them well, and say it I'll was? I'll tell you, let me just start off by saying I heard it was 17 agencies. I said, boy, that's a lot. Do we even have that many intelligence agencies, right? Let's check it. And- oh, my God. The President of the United States didn't know how many intelligence agencies. Let him check it. He's got to go look it up. He's got to go to, all right, let's, uh, Steve Bannon, come in here. Show me how to use the Wikipedia. I got to sign up. Maybe, does Julian Assange run Wikipedia? Is that something else? <laughs> all right, let me go look it up. How many intelligence, type it with my little fingers. How many intelligence agencies does America have? Enter. Ah. 
17, I guess. <laughs> this is such a, such a fucking moron. We, this cannot stand. This cannot continue. We, we just cannot have a president who is this incompetent, who is this embarrassing without any severe repercussions occurring as a result of it. It just does not happen that way. I'm, I'm sorry. It just doesn't. We did some very heavy research. It turned out to be... <laughs> some, heavy, some heavy research, which is Wikipedia. How many intelligence agencies there are? <laughs> 17. Oh, look at that. <laughs> okay. All right. Three or four. It wasn't 17. And many of your compatriots had to change their reporting and they had to apologize and they had to correct. Now, all right, let, all right. Let's let's get into that one because let's talk about that because there was uh, something that the New York Times and the Associated Press had to correct about a couple of their stories, which was they mistakenly said that the January intelligence assessment was the 17 agencies assessment. And, and they were incorrect on that. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't the January intelligence assessment on Russia that said 17 intelligence agencies. It was the October one. Mm -hmm. It was the one from before the election. Yeah, because Hillary Clinton said it in the debate. Yes. There is a, if you go to the, the DNI website, the Director of National Intelligence website, dni.gov, you can find the actual statement here from October 7th, 2006, which, by the way, if, if you have any recollection... 2016? Of, 2016, yes, thank you. Uh, this happened right around the same time as the pussy tape. So that's why everyone forgets what mm -hmm. was in this mm -hmm. uh, thing. But here's it's from the Director of National Intelligence, dated October 7th, 2016. Joint statement from the Department of Homeland Security and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence on Election Security. The first words in this statement say the u.s intelligence community is confident that the russian government directed the recent compromises of emails from u.s persons and institutions including from u.s political organizations the first what the first four words in this are the u.s intelligence community right yeah but they don't say 17 yeah but it, it mentions the <laughs> entire talking, community i'm talking about him the, the, I know. Well, of course, I know. But it's the entire U.S. intelligence community, abbreviated here in this statement right. as, as USIC. Right. That means all of the intelligence community. When it says the U.S. intelligence community, it's implying all 17. And that's what Hillary Clinton was mentioning in the debate. That's what news agencies have been mentioning over and over again. That's what Kimberly A. Johnson, sitting right <laughs> next to me, said. Uh, just a few seconds ago, 17 intelligence, and, and now the Republicans and Donald Trump are going to start this whole thing, this jihad, this next jihad on the on the media. Is that they are all lying about 17? It's only three. It's only three. There are 14 mystery agencies who have nothing to do with it. I don't know what the f we're going to do about this. Honestly, I don't. I don't. Uh, one last break. Back with more show after this. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. 
We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Welcome back to today's show. I am uh, Debbie Downer. <laughs> With me today is uh, Kimberly A. Johnson from Liberals Unite. Yeah, I'm usually the crack of doom, so I'm kind of not sure how to deal with this. I know. But I do have I do have some promising news. The crack of doom. What, what's your promising well, news? Well, and this has nothing to do with Trump, Russia, or anything like this, but um, Mediaite has a story out titled, Abortion Might Soon Be Available on Amazon, and Conservatives <laughs> Have Themselves to Blame. So basically, it's the long story short is the uh, abortion pill. Um, oh. is is hmm. probably going to or eventually going to the be the abortion uh, pill. Yeah, uh, going to be available online. So for those women, especially those women in, living in states like um, t- uh, Texas and Mississippi who have no access to abortion clinics, wow. they can just order the pill on Amazon. Oh, yeah. And you know what they can do? They can use the Amazon link. Yes. You, you can get your abortion through the BobSeska.com <laughs> Amazon link. Just go to BobSeska.com just beneath the logo. You'll see in all capital letters, it says Amazon link. Click that link. It takes you right to the front page of Amazon.com. You get to go shopping for all of your abortion pills. And then we get a small commission. Or my book called Peyton's Choice, which is also about abortion. That's right. You can go You can go and order your abortion pills, plus Kimberly's book, Peyton's Choice, about a teen you can, abortion. You can, you can read an abortion book while you're having an abortion. <laughs> yeah. We are such baby-killing horse. Yeah. Or at least in pray, you know, we praise them anyway, right? <laughs> I'm sure these are the uh, morning after pills, right? That just uh, yeah, I mean, but they they cause abortion. You know, they they, well, they s- some of them do and some of them don't. Now, well, the don't, ones that are covered under Obamacare do not cause an abortion. Well, what they do is you, they prevent this. If, they, if you can get it off going. of Amazon, it won't matter. No, I guess so. I, I, you know, if you buy it I'm, off I'm Amazon, I'm gonna go right back to this article. Hold does on. Amazon does, does Amazon take Obamacare? It says, okay, and for women without the resources to cross abortion deserts and have the procedure, advocates working with the Plan C organization want to see mm-hmm. medication abortion medi- want to see medication abortion available on Amazon delivered right to the woman's doorsteps. So basically, this is the abortion pill, and you can get you can get that without a prescription, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, I just but I, you I order it from Amazon, so you can just get it without a prescription and. You I just know. I wanted to, to clarify though what what's an abortion pill and what's not an abortion pill just because I mentioned it a, a second ago I just want to make sure I'm perfectly clear the the abortion pills covered under Obamacare are not uh, abortion pills right that what they do is they prevent implant or they right. pre- they prevent fertilization of the sperm into the egg right, right so if right. the sperm hasn't gone into the egg egg yet and you take the Plan B pill uh, through your Obamacare health coverage 
it's just going to prevent the sperms from going into the eggs, which isn't a fertilized egg yet. So right, therefore, right, right, it's not right. an abortion. And the, the abortion pills that aren't covered under Obamacare are the, the abortion pills that actually prevent implantation of a fertilized egg. So I just want to make sure we're perfectly um, clear looking, on that. I'm trying to quickly find out if this is because there is a pill. Yeah. That actually will cause abortion. Yeah, they're, they're like abortifacient. Yes. I guess that's the word. Um, um, yeah, I, I, but I mean, nevertheless. Well, if, this here says medication abortion is composed of two pills. One of, and I'm going to say it wrong, mefepristone, I don't know how to pronounce that, and the other, me. Misoprostol or something like that, uh, which work okay. together to negate the hormones necessary to maintain a pregnancy. Okay, so that what that does is that prevents implantation, or if there is implantation, then it would, then I guess it would induce a, a menstrual period or something like that, and then it would all get flushed out. I guess maybe that's that's how it works too. I'm not sure exactly how some of them uh, specifically work in terms of the mechanics of it, but yeah, I mean there is a whole separate grouping of those pills that prevent right. the implantation inside the uterus. Well, but so there, you know, I mean, I, I've known people who have uh, been, de- been determined that they were pregnant. Yeah. And then they obviously took the abortion pill. And I'm not sure exactly which I'm trying to figure out which one this is. At but this I mean, point in the game. this is all this is all great news. Yeah. Uh, especially for those states where you just you can't go into any store and buy them because people like Mike Pence mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, by the way, you know, uh, this is, I guess, I think the last two weeks, two three-year-olds have been killed in Louisiana in, in, uh, in, uh, uh, firearm incidents. Do you think there's any outrage from the, uh, no, from the pro-life not. crowd about that? I was just thinking about that the other day. Um, okay. So all those pro-lifers. So, uh, Donald Trump's speech in Poland was Stephen Miller-tastic. I mean, I always look at Stephen Miller as the guy inside the White House who writes all the fire and brimstone stuff, all the really scary alt-right things. Listen to Donald Trump's jingoism here in his uh, his speech in Poland, where they had to bus in supporters mm, yeah. for him because the little baby toddler president needs little baby uh, uh, training wheels. Little baby toddler president always needs help with his crowds, right? Yeah. Right. Here's some of that speech from today. <laughs> Just as Poland could not be broken, I declare today for the world to hear that the West will never, ever be broken. Our values will prevail. Our people will thrive. And our civilization will triumph. Crowd's like, all right, well, they paid us to be here, so yeah. we might as well cheer. <laughs> And they're chanting now for cartoon cartoon man. Thank you. So together, <laughs> let us all thank you. The polls for family, for freedom, for country, and for God. Thank you. God bless you. God bless the Polish people. God bless our allies. And God bless the United States of America. Thank you. God, God bless, bless America. God, Thank you. God bless America. Just like uh, the Biff Tannen commercial that we played at the beginning of the show, right? Uh, and then he wandered off randomly. Didn't know what to do with himself. He's behind like a like a glass cage where you know uh, for security he purposes. He stands there and he like fixes his suit. He's like I don't know where do I go now. Just looking around and then stares out at the audience like a big doofus. I, I know where I walk in in America, but where do I walk in <laughs> in Poland? I don't know where. They- <laughs> 
Oh my goo, you done it again. <laughs> oh God, we're so screwed. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Trump couldn't get a hotel room in Hamburg for the G20. This is an actual story. I, I, I thought for a minute that this might have been, you know, fake news, fake news. We have fake news, fake CNN, the really dishonest media. It's none of that. This is a real story. President Trump owns hotels worldwide, but it seems he can't get a room in Hamburg. The White House waited too long to book the mogul in chief any accommodations for the G20 summit this week, leaving it uncertain where the leader of the free world will be sleeping, according to a German news. Well, he can sleep on Air Force One. There's a bedroom in there. The Hamburger Abendblatt. I, I just love the German language. It's so graceful. Uh, reported that when the U.S. government tried to find Trump a room in Hamburg, it discovered that every luxury hotel in the city was already booked, thanks largely to the G20. The White House really thinking ahead, huh? Yeah, really. And these these are the bozos who might be going to war against North Korea with nuclear weapons at stake. Jesus Christ. And they couldn't even call ahead with enough time. Oh, I mean, they, they could have just gone onto orbits like two months ago. So type in, or like Trump when he's looking up uh, uh, things on Wikipedia. I just got to find out how many uh, in, uh, agencies are in the intelligence community. And I also got to book my flight and got to book my hotel in Hamburg on orbits.com. Here I go. And he can't, they can't even do that. These buffoons. And that, of course, leads us to stupid Watergate. It's Watergate, but much more stupid. Uh, first of all, P Vladimir Putin's going to own Trump this week. Make oh, make no I, mistake. I don't even like thinking about it. I guess there's going to evidently too. There's going to be like six people in the room. Yeah, I mean, all he's going to have to do is sit there in the room with Donald Trump and compliment his mm -hmm. uh, compliment his crowd sizes, compliment his, his huge hands, his huge hands, his his victory in the electoral college. He's going to compliment Donald Trump's hair and his fantastic suits and his casinos. And he's just going to kiss Trump's ass. Mm -hmm. And she's going to be like, Vladimir Putin is my very, very good, very, very good friend. He's, he's a much better friend. Moves up the list of my BFFs over President Xi because President Xi isn't doing enough about China and North Korea. So now President Putin is my best friend in the whole world. China. Yes, oh I am your God. bestie. I am your bestie, Trump. <laughs> and you know, of course, the end game is you can get Trump to do anything you want him to do. By praising him. By yeah. personally praising him and shaking his hand and nodding to by every stupid... shaking his tiny little hand. Yeah, and just nodding along with every stupid, stupid thing he says. And that's, and that's how Vladimir Putin... Very simply, very easily, without a whole lot of effort, will completely own Donald Trump after this. You better effing believe that whatever sanctions are remaining are going to go away. Uh, Donald, uh, uh, Donald Trump will not authorize this congressional bill to apply sanctions on Russia. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Donald Trump rolled back the sanctions regarding the uh, uh, Russian occupation of Ukraine. Russian occupation of Crimea. That's all going to get rolled back by Donald Trump because Vladimir Putin will compliment the shit out of Donald Trump. This today. whole administration just makes me want to watch the Brady Bunch. Yeah, it really, really <laughs> does. <laughs> now, 
Donnie, I think you have a right to your opinion. Yeah, really. Uh, so F- <laughs> Felix Sater, you got to re- Oh, my God, we're so late today. Uh, Felix Sater is in the news again today. You got to read this article in Financial yeah, Times. Yeah, it's very good. This guy, Felix Sater, who's a, a money man. He's the money man. This is the money man. That's right. Eddie Money wishing everybody a very happy holiday. Uh, for Donald Trump. Got all kinds of investment money for Donald Trump. Uh, oh, and I can't read the story now. Oh, I, I have know. to. Su- I, have I only to got one up. view no, of the story. You know story. what? You can you can um, do it in the incognito. Window. Oh, I can. So I have got to go and do the incognito. Well, I also have and... one more good piece of news. Okay, please. While, while, I, while I look this up, yeah. Um, basically, there. I posted this on my Facebook page. Um, it's it's titled it's the New Yorker uh-huh. titled "Taking Down Terrorists in Court." I'm not going to say her name um, per- correctly. I'm not going to say it. It's just Spell she's it just some it? awesome woman who has prosecuted 13 international she- terrorist suspects for the American government. She hasn't lost yet, and she's on Mueller's team. Okay, so she's just some awesome woman. Her name is Zaniab or Zane Zane. I don't know how to say it. I'm a, I, I, I'm I'm so white. All right, all right. Well, I, but I, she's a freaking badass. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> I can't open this article about Felix Sater in Financial Times because there's stupid, stupid paywall. Uh, So he's possibly assisting the government in this money laundering probe. So that's that's the basic upshot of this, that Felix Sater... This guy who who stabbed a guy in the face. Yeah, with the, was, well, he broke a margarita glass and used the glass to stab him in the face. <laughs> stabbed a guy in the face with over a hundred stitches. Right, over a hundred stitches. That is not a. That is just. He slashed the yeah. shit out of that guy. Yeah. And and so Felix Sater also was involved in that pump and dump scheme involving yes. uh, uh, Russian and American mobsters. Uh, he's also he also claims to have been a, a CIA operative or CIA informant, helped to track down some uh, some loose uh, missiles that were out there. And and now he's deeply involved in this uh, Russia collusion and uh, and connecting uh, Donald yeah, he's Trump. Very, he he's worked with Trump on many real estate deals. Yeah, exactly. This it's this Bayrock group. Mm-hmm. That, that Felix Sater was a part of. Bayrock, by the way, has a, an office in Trump, Trump Tower. Tower. Oh, my God. So he's so he's back in the news. So ag- this is something it. we can be helpful. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, 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 evidently, according to, uh, you know, the, the people with sources, you know, Claude Taylor, John, uh, John Schindler, all of right. them. Um, a, there's the stories that uh, CNN and the Washington Post have proof of collusion. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, now I just can't. Re- I, I just forgot the other thing. I don't know, but it. it oh, I know that Paul Manafort, who they refer to as Polly Walnuts, and I love that. <laughs> Schindler uh, refers to him as Polly Walnuts. Yeah, that's right. Um, Paul, they that he was offered no deal, which means they've got they can get what they need. They've got what they need. Yeah. So um, I think that's a good thing. Flynn was not offered a deal. Right. And meanwhile, we've learned uh, since I think the last time we talked oh, uh, yeah. on the show, we learned uh, we learned Friday after we recorded the after party that there's more to the Wall Street Journal story, which is that uh, this guy, Peter Smith, who's this uh, Republican opposition researcher. Who mysteriously died after contacting the Wall Street yeah, Journal. Yeah, weirdly died like 10 days after uh, being interviewed by the Wall Street Journal. Uh evidently he not only dropped Flynn's name to all of these hackers, but he was dropping Kellyanne Conway. He was dropping Steve Bannon. He was dropping several other members of the Trump campaign at the time, which he said he was closely affiliated with or associated with. 
And uh, and so that's the update to the Wall Street Journal story. So again, it wasn't Mike Flynn. It was a whole. It wasn't just Mike Flynn. Right. It, it was a whole roster of Trump campaign officials who this guy Peter Smith was was uh, claiming to be associated with to all of these hackers, including someone. Now this is an amazing turn of events. The the latest person to to step out and and really put his neck on the line. I think in an extraordinary act of patriotism yeah. is this guy, Matt Tate. Except that he's not even a patriot. He's not an American. He's not an American. But I mean, he's actually putting his ass on the yeah. line for, because I think he knows. I think people who aren't even American citizens realize right. that if this can happen in the United States, it can happen everywhere. And in well, fact, and we've seen it. what happens in America affects the entire world. Exactly. And, and that Russia could expand all of this and is in fact doing that. So this guy, Matt Tate, you might know him on Twitter and I've retweeted him a bunch of times. In fact, I've talked to him via DM a bunch of times. His name on Twitter is, is Pwn All The Things. I think that's like how you say own, it. Own with a P. Pwn yeah, All The Things. P-W-N, All The Things uh, on Twitter. And I've actually had uh, a few conversations with him. In fact, I've been trying to get him on the show uh, to talk about this. I've just been repeatedly contacting him. Are you doing media? Are you getting, <laughs> please, for God's sake. But I've had several conversations with him going back to, oh my God, going back to July of 2014. Hmm. Uh, and then we had this long conversation about the intelligence community. And what's the uh, title of that headline? Uh, the headline is... Uh, he wrote on Lawfare. Oh, yeah, it's on a Lawfare blog. Uh, the time I got recruited to collude with the Russians. And it's basically his entire narrative of being contacted by Peter Smith, again, backing up, independently backing up mm-hmm. the Wall Street Journal's reporting. By the way, Wall Street Journal, I, I challenge any goddamn Republican and yeah. Trump supporter out there to impugn the integrity of the Wall oh, Street will. Journal. They will. Jesus Christ. So we'll just lump them in with CNN now. Yeah. So this guy corroborated everything from the Wall Street Journal story, including the fact that Peter Smith was really comporting himself as being linked to the Trump campaign. And he even specifically says uh, he he didn't get the feeling that he was just name dropping. He really did get the sense that there that this was basically a um a group of people that were working it was within the Trump campaign trying to work with someone who wasn't really attached to the Trump campaign exactly exactly so it was uh the Smith's operation was set up to be independent of the mm-hmm. Trump campaign but it was certainly working with the Trump campaign mm-hmm. as far as trying to get its hands on in case you missed uh, the after party Conway Conway was part of it. Yeah, Kellyanne Conway, Steve Bannon, and and several other people, uh, big names inside the Trump uh, Trump campaign at the time. Uh, this is all about uh, this guy Peter Smith, this opera, uh, this uh, uh, opposition researcher for the Republican Party, uh, based in Chicago. Very old guy. Died 10 days later. Apparently, during the campaign, what he tried to do was he, he reached out to a bunch of different hackers, including Russian hackers, to see if he could get his hands on Hillary Clinton's, quote-unquote, deleted emails from her private server. Yeah, and he wanted to make sure they were authentic. Right. And so, but from his assessment, when he received samples of those emails... He wasn't able to really determine their authenticity, so he didn't necessarily pass them along to the Trump campaign that we're aware of. Mm-hmm. Instead, what he did was he he advised some of these hackers to send their copies of emails to WikiLeaks. Mm-hmm. So WikiLeaks could go through and evaluate them and see if they were authentic. And WikiLeaks now denies that they yeah, have emails or that they were been they were sent emails. So they they may be telling the truth, but chances are they're lying like always. Um, but it, and again, this isn't something that's being thrown around randomly on Twitter mm-hmm. without uh, uh, any sort of reputation to back it up. We're talking about the Wall Street Journal here. 
in two separate stories, now independently corroborated on the airtight Lawfare blog, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which leans right. Don't get me wrong here on this. The Lawfare blog is a conservative legal blog. Okay, and now they're reporting on and backing up these claims that a guy associated and affiliated with the Republican Party was trying to get was literally colluding with Russian intelligence and Russian hackers to try to get Hillary Clinton's emails and give them over to the Trump campaign to use. This is one incident. I mean, I guess this is a bombshell in and of itself. It's it's a massive bombshell. But it just feels like. It's like, what's it going to take for me to feel any sense of satisfaction? Yeah. I mean, again, it's another Annie Wilkes moment. Have you all got amnesia? Yeah. They just cheated us. This isn't fair. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah, so I know we got to wrap up the show because we're way late, but... Yeah, and we didn't even have to talk about North Korea. <laughs> Did, didn't talk about North Korea. But yeah, we talked about North Korea a little. A little we bit. did. Uh, but not excessively. Yeah. Because uh, it all scares me. I mean, all of this scares me. Don't get me wrong. Did you see Trump's tweet about North Korea, though? No. Oh, yes. North Korea has just uh. launched another missile, he tweeted. Does this guy have anything better to do with his life? And that's not me saying that. That's what Trump tweeted about Kim Jong-un. I guess you can have your opinion, Trump. Trump said about Kim (laughs) Jong-un, does this guy have anything better to do with his life? I can't believe this man is the president. Oh, my God. Have you all got amnesia? Oh, my God. They just cheated us. This isn't fair. I feel like this today. (laughs) Right? All right. Yeah, I know. I apologize. I I really do. I sincerely apologize for being such a a grousing... uh, crack of doom well it's understandable today. we all feel like cracks of doom because this guy scares all of us i i, I just edited myself so you didn't have to blame me i know so <laughs> all right well we're coming up on the uh, post-mortem show uh we're going to talk about uh trump attacking the press in that veteran's speech from the other day oh my god uh plus uh this story that isn't getting any coverage this has something to do with trump's travel ban And this has to do with six teenage girls from Afghanistan. And that's coming up on the post-mortem show. I know it's a teaser. Six teenage girls from Afghanistan and Trump's travel ban. Go figure. Those two things. You just just have to become a subscriber to hear it if you're not. Yep. Go to patreon.com slash Bob and Chez. And sign up for $5 a month. Everyone can afford $5 a month. I mean, that's nothing. But for $5 a month, you get two extra shows per week. The post-mortem shows. It's the little bit of uh, extra talking we do at the end of this show. Which I know you can't live without. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And, uh, oh, we're going to also talk about Chris Kobach, who, by the way, I thought was pronounced Chris Kobosh, but it's Chris Kobach. All right, that's coming up next. Uh, thank you to Kimberly Johnson. Go buy your book, Peyton's Choice, as you're also buying your abortion pills from And Amazon. then also com. follow me on Twitter at author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. Let me know and I'll follow you back. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay. See you next time, folks. Bye-bye. Bye.